0: Today's Smart 7, Rishi's AI Summit gets started, COVID inquiry hears of macho culture and lots more. It's Thursday, 2nd of November, it's World Ballet Day and happy birthday, Nelly. The Smart 7, it's news, but not the news. The UK's first AI safety summit got underway on Wednesday at Bletchley Park in Buckinghamshire. The guest list included about 100 world leaders, tech bosses and academics who signed a formal statement on what's called Frontier AI. The Bletchley declaration signed by the UK, the US, the EU and China says that all agree AI should be kept safe and remain human-centric, trustworthy and responsible. Among those attending is US Vice President Kamala Harris. She also met with Rishi Sunak at Downing Street to discuss the ongoing situation in Palestine. King Charles Addressed the attendees, which include the world's richest man Elon Musk, in a video message at the start of proceedings. US Vice President Harris says that the threats posed by AI are profound. When people around the world cannot discern fact from fiction because of a flood of AI-enabled myths and disinformation, is that not existential for democracy. Also in attendance was former deputy PM and Lib Dem leader Sir Nick Clegg. He's now the president of Global Affairs for Meta, but he was urging caution about regulation. If you overdo it in legislation, then it's very easy for other less scrupulous authorities to say, well, if they're doing, doing a version of this in legislation in democracy A, then why can't we do it in our, in our country B? The COVID inquiry continued its examination of senior figures in Boris Johnson's government on Wednesday as it seeks to piece together how key decisions were made in the early days of the pandemic. There was considerably less swearing, as former Deputy Cabinet Secretary Helen McNamara testified, but she did point out that the Cabinet Office had made it extremely difficult for her to access emails or messages from her time there. She also described a toxic culture in Downing Street and said that women's perspectives were ignored, which may have had serious consequences for domestic violence victims during lockdown. She painted a picture of an underprepared and indecisive decision-making process as the pandemic began. I don't think we understood how serious Covid could be for certain people. I don't think we properly understood any of the serious consequences like long COVID, any of these things. The testimony continues to paint former Prime Minister Boris Johnson in a bad light between failing to control the culture in number 10 and random stupidity like a question on whether hot air from a hairdryer up your nose could help prevent the spread of the virus. There are a serious question over whether Boris was the right man for the job, but Deputy PM Oliver Dowden was standing by his former boss. I think the right way to deal with this is for the inquiry to evaluate and sift the relevance of one piece of evidence over another piece of evidence, get to the bottom of it, and then we'll respond fully to its conclusions. There was some positive news on Wednesday from Gaza, as the Rafah border crossing was finally opened, allowing dozens of injured Palestinians to leave for treatment in Egypt. About 320 foreign passport holders were also able to leave the war-ravaged country, including British and American citizens. There was no let-up in the fighting, however, as Israeli airstrikes continued. They claimed to have killed another senior Hamas leader, Mohammed Dassar, who was in charge of the anti-tank missile unit. Negotiations continue for the release of the more than 200 hostages held by Hamas, and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak says the process has been difficult. We've got Hamas there, it's not obviously the most reliable partner to to deal with because it's a question of not just getting aid in, what's important to me also is being able to bring our British nationals and indeed the hostages out of Gaza. King Charles and Queen Camilla are on an official state visit to Kenya. Wednesday saw Queen Camilla visit the Brook Donkey Sanctuary and take part in a traditional dance with Maasai women. But apart from the traditional state visit activities, there have been calls for a formal apology for the past behaviour of the British Empire, with some also looking for reparations. King Charles did address the issues, including the violent response from Britain during the 1950s Kenyan War of Independence, but he stopped short of making a full apology. The wrongdoings of the past are a cause of the greatest sorrow and the deepest regret. There were abhorrent and unjustifiable acts of violence committed. Still to come on the Smart 7, Carabao Cup drama, and Taylor gets a call from Taylor. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. Wednesday saw more Carabao Cup action with 12 teams battling for the last six quarter final places. Liverpool, Chelsea, Everton and Fulham all won their games and went through to the next round but West Ham shocked Arsenal with a 3-1 win that saw the Gunners out of the cup. And while last year's final saw Man United beat Newcastle, things didn't go well for the holders as they lost 3-0 at Old Trafford and saw Newcastle go through to the quarter-finals. That's the second three-goal loss in one week, which piles pressure on United manager Eric Ten Hag. Well, we know all uh, this is not good enough. And, uh, yeah, uh, we have to take responsibility for it. I have to take responsibility for it. We don't give the performance, so yeah, I feel sorry for the fans. Um, but yeah, what I say, it is below our standards and we have to put it right. Sometimes the world of celebrity can be a bit confusing, so gather around while I share with you a tale of three Taylors. Taylor Lautner is an American actor, probably best known for his role in the Twilight movie series. He's married to Taylor Dome, who took his name and is now also known as Taylor Lautner. So you can imagine the confusion when Taylor got a call from his ex, Taylor Swift, who wanted him to be in the music video for I Can See You. I'll let Taylor Lautner explain. And he goes, Taylor Swift's manager and She Wants to see if she can get your new updated cell phone number and reach out. I was like, okay. Did they say what about? He's like, not really. I'm like, okay. He goes, do you want to talk to your wife about this? Make sure it's okay? (laughs) Meanwhile, wife is like right in the kitchen there and she's freaking out. And I I go, no, by the signs of it, I think she's going to be just fine. Imagine you're Disney Plus and you're deeply envious of Netflix's success with Formula One show Drive to Survive. What on earth could you do to make a Formula One show that will get more people watching? What about getting Keanu Reeves to host it? Disney Plus's new series Brawn, the impossible Formula One story, drops on November 15th, and it tells the story of Ross Brawn and Jensen Button's incredible success. And yes, Keanu Reeves does all the interviews... I assume no one at Disney Plus has ever seen what John Wick does to cars. For as long as I can remember, I've had a fascination with racing. And I'm going to share a story that barely seems believable. Jensen Button crosses the line, takes the chequered flag. This is the story of Braun GP. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day